on down to Crazy Old Patreon's House of Decline page. That's, you get so many comics for so many good deals. You know, we have used comics. We have old comics. Comics that were driven by old ladies only on Sundays into a ravine, which is where they died. Where we picked up the, the comic, you know, the smoldering, burning wreckage of the comic, and we put it up on Patreon at patreon.com slash house of decline. It's a buy-swap so trade kind of deal. You can swap a comic for a comic. If you want to send us one you've drawn, we'll send you one that we draw. Yeah, it's comics for comics, you know, all, all day. You know, we're into the barter system here. At patreon.com slash house of decline. Also, store.houseofdecline.com if you want to pick up some prints, maybe, that you enjoy. And more merch to come. Maybe, if I stop being so fucking lazy about it. Yeah, yeah, that's the main holdup. That and the, um, I believe you live in a haunted apartment. Um, Yeah. That has been really making the output hard uh, because of the, the dripping goo. The haunted yeah, all goo. the ectoplasm, mm-hmm. all the constant ectoplasm that uh, drips like so much, uh, so much ghostly semen around my area. You know, this terror, all these passive-aggressive Toronto ghosts who are like, "Oh, don't mind me, buddy," <laughs> but you know, you mind them. You, you, they know they're in the way, and you know, they're all telling you that about the racist ideas about the indigenous population, and you're like, "No ghost, no old Toronto ghost who died here because he." He was choked to death uh, by autoerotic asphyxiation in this apartment. Actually, all the ghosts in here have died from autoerotic asphyxiation. That's that's terrifying. It's just very coincidental. They're they're probably trying to get you to do the same, but don't do it. (laughs) Yeah, all the the ghosts are coaching me. Come on, man. It feels really good. (laughs) You, You died, Leonard. You die- yeah, but it was it felt so fucking good, man. And uh, like the five other ghosts who all have horrifying bent necks are agreeing with me. Oh yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And that's you know the ectoplasm is their their permanent jizz uh, stains the walls, you know. And that yeah, it uh, if if it leaks onto you, it kind of infects you and uh, makes yeah. you makes you start doing more dangerous stuff. Uh, because, you know, autoerotic asphyxiation, you don't go from zero to 100. There's a lot of little steps in There's there. There's a lot of in-between choke. You choke yourself a little, mm-hmm. you know. You, you you put a rubber band around your neck. When you're checking out at the in the cashier line, you you sometimes ask the guy, can you just um, choke me a little bit? Can you just choke me a little? Hey, I gave you a 25% tip, <laughs> a waiter. Can, can, can you choke me out a little? You know, I just want to feel the airway just shut, just shut a little, you know, and, you know, where just to the point where I'm struggling a little. Do you ever um, go to a a nightclub or a bar or a music venue where there's a bouncer and you try to say something mean to them that'll trigger them into choking you out and then you can just start jerking off real quick? Yeah, I, I, I say to them... Your your drawings are probably not as good as my drawings, and it would be terrible if you choked me right now. Because I, you know, I don't want them to punch me. I want them to choke me specifically. So I mentioned how choking me would be the thing that I would least want. Ooh. Use the old reverse psychology Ooh. on them. You know, it's like, <laughs> hey, your mother's drawings are probably not that good as well. She probably lacks the artistic capabilities to make it on on this uh, new media platform. Yeah, for me, I go up to the guitar player in the band, and I'm like, 
I'm a much better guitar player than you. <laughs> you probably couldn't even choke me with those little weak hands. You're yeah, weak. you probably, yeah, you don't have calluses. You don't have the guitar player's calluses good <laughs> enough to choke a person. <laughs> you haven't choked a person in your entire life, and you probably do it very poorly. You couldn't choke me even if you were trying to choke me. But yeah. but but don't, because that's the last thing I would want. Yeah. yeah. Um, the... the, the <laughs> The birth of my of my firstborn child. I go up to the doctor and say, it's a majestic moment. And you know what would make it even more majestic? If you choke, if you choke me a little. Yeah, just wrap that uh, umbilical cord around my neck. Okay, yeah. this is what I've always I'm, wanted. I'm right here. Uh, you have the medical expertise, so you'll know. You know, you're not, you're not an amateur choker. Doctors choke the best, you know. That's what everybody knows. I hate when I choke. You know, when I'm trying to, um, a different kind of choking. You know, when you're when you're doing a, a performance or a rendition and mm -hmm. all, you're just flubbing it, you're choking. Mm -hmm. It's uh, sometimes when it really matters the most, it's when you choke. And uh, when you're trying not so hard, that's when you do things the best. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's crazy how life just um, sucks, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, you know, that's why I need to get back into exercise. Uh, specifically, I've been getting into those uh, little hand, those grip things. Right. You know, those grip squeezers yeah. that they have so I can choke myself better. That's great. You want to yeah, get so your, my grip is harder. your forearms. Yeah. You're exercising your forearms. It's mm -hmm. important to learn all the different parts of the body when you begin exercising. Uh, it's a pretty, yeah. That's why it's a pretty high barrier to entry for exercise because you do have to learn all the different parts of the body like yeah. neck uh yeah. torso yeah the bank everyone forgets mm. about the bank is that you know? like the part is that like the part above your butt yeah uh, it, it's the it's the part that's right in there you know the <laughs> bank okay you know um, it's just right in there and people don't they don't ever think about it you know but it's one of the most important parts of your body it regulates uh it regulates steam yeah regulates the body's natural steam you know That's important. it gets really hot in the body it does is what people don't realize produces a lot of steam and you're 70 percent water yeah. so it's like steaming in there constantly and the bank regulates the steam because it's right in there i feel that at night sometimes because i have had these um a duvet cover are you familiar with yeah. the duvet and the, the and the comforter goes within the duvet it's enveloped yeah. by the duvet and absolutely it's altogether too hot and i have had to totally change my blanket scenario because the duvet with the comforter within the duvet enveloped by the duvet it is too hot and there's no in between. I can't just take off a layer. I have either nothing or this extremely hot and heavy duvet with comforter inside because of course the comforter is within the duvet. It is enveloped by the duvet. That's how it works. A, this sounds like you're describing like a vor fetish thing. Or right. just imagine one of those vor furries getting into the duvet covers and be like, oh God, oh yeah, oh God, this is doing it for me. <laughs> Uh, it's not doing it for me. It is altogether too much. So I've replaced it with a, a series of three or four blankets so I can take layers on and off because I get too hot uh, at night. I start sweating. Uh, it's uncomfortable and I hate it. Um, but back to the body. I was examining yeah. my body <laughs> and I discovered that my taint had grown. 
Has this your, your tainted your tainted width wise or height wise it, or um, length wise? It's more. Volu- I guess the taint is two dimensional. It's one of the few two dimensional right. body no, parts. No, it's more voluminous now. That it, it sags. Oh, it's thicker. It, well, it's more. It, it's, it's more, it, more taint. More of it. It it hangs down. It's like a second ball sack in a way. It's a it's a, it's like you're like a dromedary. Instead of one hump, you got two. You yeah, know? yeah, and it is so. It it is longer if you were to stretch it out. But there's, it's really disturbing. Um, I'm gonna have to ask my doctor about it uh, to see if I can get it tightened up. You know, get it uh, get it tightened. Get a taint up tightening. Yeah, taint tightening. Yeah. Do do a little taint lift. Well, you want it to be tight down there, you know. You you want a you want a tight taint. You need it to be pretty tight. Yeah. Why? Why could you have a set? I'm picturing you know your balls and your taint sag, and you know mm-hmm. they're rhythmically jostling like the the tooting whistles in Steamboat Willie. You know, like those old twenty cartoons. They're going oompa, 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 and extending. You know, uh, you know you can do stuff like that. You know. And it's something to hold on to. You can hold on to your balls and your taint at the same time. It'd be like, hmm, it'd be great for mm. stimming, you know? Well, one thing um, that I would like to do is donate it because there are people who are without. Um, and No taint pe- people yeah. without taints? Or they have been their assholes and their genitals are the same. Well, it's gen- a lot of accidents happen and they're in short supply. There's a shortage and... I thought I could. I, I thought I have all of this extra. I could get it tightened and donate some of it to someone who maybe was in an accident, like a pogo stick accident. You might imagine pogo sticking. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, uh, pogo sticking, uh, birth. Of course, uh, the the same things. You know, well, I, the same oh, amounts of danger are involved in both of them. Do, can a can a male taint be put on a woman taint? Is it, yeah, sure, it's can fine. You, can you? Are they swappable? Uh, it, you know, would you, I, I'm sure when they do this taint skin grafts, you know, do they try and, cause it wouldn't like, who's, who's watching the taint? I guess it's important to people who, like during, if you got during when, when or who's watching it, when would you feel like, wait, would you feel weird if you got a black guy's taint? No, I would not. I feel proud. That, good. Good. You know, that was the correct answer to that. You know, I was trying to trap you. I was, try, I was trying to trap you in a woke trap for a second, and you, you had the correct answer to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I think the taint supply chain has been you know really rough. It's graphics cards and taints, you know. It's all right. it, and it's from the same because silica, you know, so difficult to source silica now. It uh, is difficult to source many things, um, as you may have heard. The Mississippi River is at its lowest. Ebb? Is that the right word? Ebb? Yeah, sure. It'll ebb. It's been known to ebb. It's a little tide. It's yeah. ebb. It has it has ebbed. It's very low. You can't sail any boats on the Mississippi right now. You can't float down like Huckleberry Finn and he who shall not be named. I imagine Mark Twain. We revive Mark Twain and he looks at the <laughs> Mississippi and he goes, you maniacs, you blew it all up. <laughs> damn you. Damn you all day. He's doing a perfect Charlton Heston impression, despite being marked. I guess he'd be more. You maniacs! You blew it all up! Mm-hmm. Damn you! Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um, There's no more Mississippi River. It's all dried up. It's over, folks. It's uh, the Mississippi, like Twitter, is over. Yeah, 
It is. And, uh, you know, the, the river was how most of the taints were being delivered. But yeah. you've broached the topic of the day. It is the end of Twitter. The end of Twitter. Well, it was a good run while it lasted, boys. We will always remember. We will remember the talks. We will remember Milkshake Doc. We will remember being dead. We will remember ableism discourse. We will remember ADHD discourse. We will remember bad media literacy is Twitter. Yeah. Everyone, it's our favorite website. I mean, I joke. Uh, it is very frustrating because uh, whether I like the website or not, uh, it has been my major source of exposure for the comics for this podcast. Uh, so there's a little worry. But it's uh, totally, you know, that I'm not going to make it out of this. We're going to have some form of livelihood cut off, whatever. That, that is totally overshadowed by how funny it is to see Elon Musk flailing on the <laughs> highest levels imaginable. Mm. Or maybe he isn't. Do you believe it's conspiracy like he's tanking this intentionally? Um, I don't understand why you would want to buy it and then have anything to do with the day-to-day operations. If I was rich enough to buy Twitter, I would buy it and then delegate all my authority to a bunch of people. And then I would go like buy a, a expensive guitars and hang out with rock stars. Uh, like, yeah. Why? He's such a fucking nerd. It's incredible. He has no yeah. cool ideas about how to live life other than I'm going to, I'm going to buy a place and go to work there. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, it does suck for our, um, our company, House of Decline Industries. Our company, yeah, yeah, Decline Industries, yeah. It's, uh, but, you know, I believe that we will, um, resurge on a new social media platform, maybe TikTok, maybe Mastodon, maybe Tumblr. (laughs) Mastodon. Yeah, we will persevere. We are the Hydra. You cut off one head and there are a million things on, on billionaire-owned social media you that we escape. can uh, take advantage of. House of Decline. Uh, we, yeah, we, we're maybe, everywhere, baby. Maybe we'll start our own Twitter clone. Yeah, uh, 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 Decline Word. <laughs> decline Word. Yeah, yes. that's a perfect, perfect name. We've no notes for me. Maybe, um, and maybe we can say you're limited to 10 characters. Yeah. Um, and those characters are all in Cyrillic. You can only use Cyrillic. Only speak in Russian on decline yeah. word. No, but you, in, you use the Cyrillic letters, uh, uh you spell them out as just like oh, regular English letters. English. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you don't correspond them to the Cyrillic letters. It, like you're not. We're not Russian, you know, we're not, we're not Z people over here, people, people, you know, we're not, yeah, the Z people, you know. Are they, are they good the, or bad? The, the Russian, the pro-Russian nationalists, I'm afraid of the Z people. Yeah, I guess picking a Z is a scary thing to do. Um, or as in Canada, we call them the Z people. Uh, That's the last letter, folks. You know, just like Twitter, it's over after Z, you know. Well, it's not over yet. We have a couple of days before this new, all these new changes come in. And um, mm-hmm. the biggest one, of course, is you'll have to pay $8 for a blue check. Yeah. Uh, 
generally, the people with blue checks suck. So it'll be interesting to see if they continue to suck or if they uh, suddenly become good. The thing about um, people saying, oh, he's going to ruin Twitter is that Twitter is already mm -hmm. often referred to as a hell site. Hell, yeah. hell land, hell area, hell world. Yeah. So wouldn't you expect things to be bad in hell or what? I mean, people who say hell site are largely disingenuous. It's a hell site if you like post takes. Yeah. Uh, that, that if you if you want to like have an opinion and you are literally the point of Twitter is you are sharing an opinion potentially with the world. So it's like, oh, I shared my opinion with the world. I didn't expect the world to get mad at me for my opinion, you know. Uh, so I, I feel that is sort of like the hell site is the clarion call of people that, you know, don't know how to deal with the consequences of, of their actions on this massively uh, unprecedented global interaction system. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of people being like, I'm so sad because Twitter is a place where I was able to learn so much from other people. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't really, I don't know, maybe, sure, I guess, try a library. Yeah! <laughs> try a library, folks. The, you know, they had Twitter back in the old days. It was called a library. And, and at the library, you can go on a computer and go on Twitter. If... If Musk ruins Twitter, it's a golden opportunity for everyone who's addicted to Twitter to get off Twitter. So yeah. it is a good thing to have Twitter be over. Hopefully uh, everyone will jump off the ship and into the real world and go to their bookstore or town square. And why don't you go to the town square and say a tweet? Just say uh. it to someone. Just go to the town square, someone who's walking by, say, drinking orange juice is ableist. <laughs> because you have to squeeze them. See how they react. Yeah, 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 see how not they Not everyone react. can squeeze oranges. What are you, crazy? What are you trying to squeeze? You, what if I don't have hands? Yeah. You're saying, I don't, if I don't have hands, I should be able to make my orange juice? Well, how am I supposed to mm -hmm. buy it if I don't have hands, you asshole, you piece of shit, you human garbage for saying orange juices is okay to drink? Better yet, you could be a guy that just goes to the houses of, like, neats and uh, shut-ins and uh, office workers. You can go to their offices and just hang out while they take, you know, the 30-second uh, breaks every five minutes, as you do when you're an office worker or, like... Uh, you know, when you're a neater, you know, because that's who uses Twitter is like people who are on a computer all day anyway. Yes, like um, I have no or on the people who are on their phones all day. I mean, I, I, I use it on my phone every morning. I wake up at uh, 7 a.m. I go downstairs and have some coffee that I conveniently set the previous night to go off in the morning. And I have my mm -hmm. mate, my fresh cup of coffee and I Your fresh brew. I go on the timeline and um and then I try to scroll through the whole timeline by the time I'm done with my first or second cup. And then it's time to begin my day. And mm -hmm. my day is then going on the timeline and uh, refreshing the timeline over and over and over again until it's time to go to bed. Yeah. So instead of that, I'll just be a guy that comes to your house. If you're a neat while you're while you're playing Persona or whatever, I will read the newspaper to you. I play or, the, I play the Paradox map games. 
Yes. I take uh, I, Paradox Crusader Kings is also a very good neat Vic game. Victoria 3 has just come out. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with Victoria? No, it, it, what is Victoria? It's like, <laughs> so, it's so lame. You control the world from like 1836 to 1936. Uh, <laughs> so it's like a, I find that to be a boring time. Um, I don't, I don't ever want to get Victoria 3, but hey, some people are into it. Some Twitter people I follow, like one garbage ape. He, uh, or she, or they, I don't know. It's an ape from the garbage. They play, yeah. they play Twitter. I mean, Victoria 3, they are on Twitter. Sure. Yes. The garbage ape, classic political Twitter stalwart. Who were she, forget the garbage ape, you know, we're done. We're done with, it's over. You know, no more garbage ape, no more, no more at fart. No more at boner Hitler and yeah. boner, and boner Hitler's relationship with Chrissy Teigen, no more Bono Hitler, no more making fun of Chrissy Teigen. Oh no, how will we make fun of Chrissy Teigen? I, I think what's very funny is like, um, there are all these cultural or like format changes to Twitter that people are, are predicting will spell its doom. But to me, it seems more likely that what's going to spell Twitter's doom is like a physical reason, because Elon Musk apparently has fired like half of the staff and people in key positions. One of the pieces of information that was being distributed was that the way they decided to keep programmers was asking them to print out their stacks of code and whoever had the most got to stay on. Yes, clearly, because <laughs> the programmers who are the most verbose are, as, as well known, are the ones who are the best, the ones who who make the most code. It's definitely not the ones who can do very concise programming. Those are the idiots, the ones who are well, the <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I agree with this mentality because I make the most doo-doo. So I think that I should, you know, I should be king. Whoever makes the most doo-doo should be king, uh, logically. That's interesting. Uh, so you yeah. must, do you weigh it before you flush? No, I just, you know, I, I, you, you, you eyeball it out, you know, you don't have to hold it in your hand, you know, you don't have to put it on your head like a little hat, you know, you don't have to, you we can were, just, um, you know. We were talking maybe last week, but I have confirmed it scientifically that my digestive system responds extremely positively to ice cream. Okay. Okay. I, you've you've experimented more you've, yeah. in the ice cream experiments. When I stop eating ice cream, my doo doo is not as good as when I'm eating it almost exclusively. Well, yeah, that's because it's uh, it has the emulsification factor. Oh, know? is that why P people forget about the emulsification? It's you know? really fantastic, and so now I've decided to switch over just to just Hagen Dots bars. Um, uh, All get, ice cream diet. Yeah. I get the vanilla almond Haagen Dots bars. There, you get an almond in there. That's a vegetable. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's also almonds are also why California has very little water. Um, yeah, they they have a huge environmental cost to produce. It's fun. I like to think about that when I'm enjoying my almond. <laughs> On my almond I feel we take cream. the peanut for granted. Oh, this yeah? perfect, this perfect little legume can oh. grow anywhere, oh. you know, really easy to produce. News. There's news. N news. 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 I, I killed a squirrel. 
You killed a squirrel, like what, with your bare hands? No, with my, with my squirrel trap. Oh, with your squirrel trap? Your squirrel trap finally worked? Yeah, finally got one. Um, I'm so happy. Uh, only only 1,000 more to go. You, you are, you, it's funny, in, in a children's show, you would be the villain of a watership down with squirrels. So this cute family of squirrels is living in your car. It's like, oh no, the mean car man wants to murder us. Yeah, yeah. You and they're British squirrels. Do not live in my car and eat at the wires, okay? <laughs> Why Why not? They're so delicious. They're delicious wires. I feel so good on my teeth. Um, they're also, like, infesting the garage. So before I can park in the garage again, I have to, like, kill all the squirrels. So I bought another trap. I got two now going in there. I baited it with some tasty cashew butter. And they are heavy-duty snap traps that will basically nearly cut a squirrel in half. <laughs> 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 Great. <laughs> Fantastic. The, uh, uh, yeah, you should so document it for YouTube. It's amazing. I'm so happy that, that they work. And mm -hmm. uh, listen to House of Decline next week for an update on if I got another one. If you, you got another, you're, you're squaring away these varmints. <laughs> Living in Michigan has made you a varmint hunter. Well, yeah. Kind of. So just for anyone who's... um worried about my snap traps i put them in a closed garage so the only things that can really get in there are the squirrels i was concerned because there's outdoor cats around so i don't put them outside they're just in the garage and um i'm sorry if anyone is sad about me killing the squirrels i know my sister would be and i plan to tell her about it with glee this thanksgiving I might even bring her one. You, 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 say, you see, this is what happens when you suppress the hunting nature of man. It's either <laughs> Fight Club or squirrel killing. You know, it's <laughs> either one. You're getting out. Of, but I, they're pests. They're how, it, it, it's funny. In Inglorious Bastards, one of the big speeches that Hans Landa gives right at the beginning is, "If you saw a rat, you would kill it right away. But if you saw a squirrel, you would not kill a squirrel." And you're like, "No, Hans Landa, I would kill the squirrel." <laughs> yeah. It's like that's kind of like the Bill Hicks of, uh, you know, Bill Hicks has that whole thing about the Nazis where he's like, they they should have killed everyone, they should have expanded, <laughs> they should have expanded their program to include every single person. Yeah, the big line that got Bill Hicks in trouble, I believe, was Hitler had the right idea; he was just an underachiever. Which right. is like, it's, you know, I get that's poorly phrased. I get what he was going at, but it makes it sound like. Hitler should have killed all the Jews. <laughs> right, that is uh, that is uh, um, perhaps what you would think. Yeah, uh, that's why. Well, there's the rising tide of black anti-Semitism. They're making Kyrie Irving pay five hundred thousand dollars to the ADL. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. That's yeah, that's a bridge too far, in my opinion. I I well, because the ADL is no good. They're, uh, they're not. They're request. not the Jews. I would rather uh, Kyrie Irving be compensating. We had a fan request um, uh, from uh, our good friend Steve, and he mm -hmm. wanted us to discuss in detail the movie that Kyrie okay. Irving was promoting. What is the movie? Um, I believe the movie is a, a movie that 
is like about Jewish conspiracy theories or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, Do you? Uh, uh, I didn't. I didn't know the extent of uh, his his anti-Semitic his anti-Semitic remarks. Oh, I'll have to see. Jesus see. Christ, he's thirty years old. He's younger than us. Oh my God, I can't take this so world Amazon anymore. Amazon still has the movie. It's called the movie is called Hebrews to Negroes. Wake up, black, <laughs> wake up, Black America, and you can purchase it or rent it for ten ninety nine on Amazon. Um, let's <laughs> okay. see. What are some of the reviews? Let me look it up on Internet Movie Database. Is anyone familiar with Internet Movie Database? Oh, the Internet Movie Database. I use it all the time for my various queries about movies. Hebrews to Negroes. Wake Up Black, Black America, a book by Ronald Dalton. It was a, initially a book, I suppose? So it's it says that, that black people are the true descendants of the biblical Israelites. Um, I don't know. Sure. Here's a review. I, you know, this, who knows about history? Let's read some of Ronald Dalton Jr.'s uh, bona fides. It, Ronald Dalton Jr. was born in Pittsburgh, PA, to African-American parents who had experienced uh, different parts of the civil rights movement in the 60s. Uh, I'm sure he's he knows what he's talking about. You <laughs> see, it's a long, I'm not going to read the entire biography. It's pretty, it's fairly dry. Let's see uh, if there's anything on YouTube about it. There is a, um, it has, a, they have their own, uh, they have their own YouTube channel. So the the, the, the uh, YouTube channel uh, says that this DVD will expose the truths that have been hidden by the powers that be in America. <laughs> Through centuries of brainwashing and mental programming, it is now time to reprogram our way of thinking. Having had the wrong education, westernized, we have become our worst en enemy. Uh, interesting. Um, they've got a video from two months ago that says UFOs are not coming for the Israelites. It's interesting. Uh, Wakanda forever is, is mentioned. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that has to do. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, well, you know, uh, the Wakandans are the lo uh, lost tribe of Israel. That's what people don't know. Um, it seems, it seems like I would say... Uh, that this is gobbledy gobbledygook. Yeah, it's a it's a bunch of it's a bunch of weird stuff. It's a but it's sort of the classic. Uh, I don't, is he a black Hebrew Israelite? Because this sounds like bog standard black Hebrew Israelite doctrine. I don't know. I mean, um, I could I could play some if you want. If we wanted to give some airtime, do we want to give airtime? Uh, um. Well, let's challenge it. We'll challenge it if there's anything that we disagree with. But maybe he'll be spitting some truth about the Jewish people. Uh, uh, well, there's just so many movies. There's so many uh, YouTube videos to choose from. What can you sort by most popular? Ah, what is the most yes. popular? Yes. Uh, the most popular the... one is the most recent one from two weeks ago. Kanye West did yay watch the movie. Um, so, okay, let's play it. Let's see. All right, going. yeah, let's hear what Ronald Dalton has to say. Chosen by the Most High God. We started as kings, priests. Became slaves, 1619. We started as Hebrews and they renamed us Negroes. Now the roar of the lion has awakened his people.
from West Africa, they have been taken as a slave to America. Brothers and sisters, blacks of America, it's you. You are the true Hebrews. You are the true Hebrews from the Bible. Okay, I mean... That, yeah, this is... Yeah, it's black Hebrew Israel. So they're the, it's they're classic. The true, they're the true... Yeah, I, I believe this. I would say this um, is true. But, it, yeah, it's that... It's an interesting thing. It, it's sort of in the same vein as, like, what the Nazis did with Aryan people. And I'm not comparing... These guys are way more anodyne than Nazis. The, 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 these guys do not pose a threat to Jewish people in any significant way. That, yeah, they're carrying the water of white supremacy, but they're also black guys, so they're not really benefiting from from the thing. Is It's not really, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm not that worried about black anti-Semitism because black people historically for well, Jewish yeah, people have not is, been the problem. It is, it is different when it's Kanye West doing it because he is... He's got such a huge reach. That... He wields influence, yeah. I suppose, but uh, I, you know... I, 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 I don't, uh, maybe just, I'm not visibly Jewish. <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm not, people People can't clock me as Jewish out on the street, so it's like, uh, I'm not gonna, there's no rising. But is there, is there a rising tide of anti-Semitism? Like, how can we see this bear out in statistics? And, you know, how can I also be trustworthy of those statistics when they're proffered by people like the ADL who want to exploit Jewish paranoia in order to marshal more, uh, support for stuff like Israel. So it's all like I choose to believe that uh, if confronted with a Jewish person, Kanye West probably would act uh, kind of normal to him. Okay. I mean, I don't know. In like a one on one scenario. I think there's probably rising anti Semitism. I would say probably. How, yeah, but how can you know? Like, do you, does the a, does the Southern Poverty Law Center have anything? What what does the Southern Poverty oh, well, Law Center look they're like? They're not really that great either. But yeah, yeah, um, they're, they're problems with SPLC. Just holistically, I think holistically, uh, you know. Anti. I'm looking up rising anti-Semitism on Google. What does old Google have to say? Or old pal Google? I um, think holistically, you there's can a lot say. of think pieces. Yeah. Mm. Uh, rising anti-Semitism alarms Metro, uh, Metro Detroit's Jewish community, but it's, it seems like there's no none of these are like stats pieces. Yes. Uh, yes, like there's no like there's no hard way to prove that there is rising anti-Semitism beyond you know. Uh, but I thought this was like just it was just an accepted fact that uh, some of this. Uh, black Hebrew Israelite stuff just was peppered into the hip hop world. You know, I guess Professor Griff got shit canned from Public Enemy for it. So, really, well, I, I don't, I don't know about. I mean, yeah, that's what happened. And it, 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 this goes way back. Public Enemy, uh, Professor Griff was one of their guys, and he said some stuff similar to so this. I fast forwarded. And he got kicked YouTube, out of the band. Fast forwarded in the YouTube video to. Um, uh, the guy's name is Ronald. Is Ronald Watson? Is that what his name is? Ronald Dalton. Ronald, Ronald Dalton. Dalton Jr. Yeah. I fast forwarded twenty eight minutes in. He starts talking. So let's see if he has anything to say here. Let's see. Here's the big guy himself, Ronald Dalton Jr. Jr. Here. Yeah, Dalton. Um, since Kanye West did, well, since Ye has been speaking out on black people being the real 
drills. Um, and a lot of videos have been circulating on YouTube and Instagram. Uh, I've been getting a lot of random uh, text messages from people uh, on WhatsApp, on Instagram, uh, you know, on my regular phone, saying that people want to connect me with Kanye West or that Kanye West needs to get a hold of the Hebrews to Negroes books and movies. Now, the Hebrews to Negroes books, uh, there's four books, and these books were published back in 2015, 16, 17, 18. And a lot of people may not have read these books, but a lot of what Kanye West has been saying, um, not everything he's been saying, but a lot of what he's been saying uh, is already detailed with facts in those books. And that's why I titled it Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. And the movie Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America, that movie alone is, in my opinion, the only movie out right now <laughs> that people can actually go to uh, easily on Amazon.com and they could see the proof that we, meaning blacks in the diaspora and Niger Congo Bantu speaking people, that we are the children of Israel. There you have it. There you go. There uh, you have it. It's a, it's a lot of promotion, a lot of <laughs> promoting the movie, you know, that's what you got to do. Well, um, he talks for another 45 minutes. Um, I'm sure we, I'm sure he goes into a lot of the proof. Well, what's interesting to me about this is that it, there are black Jews, though. I don't I don't get I don't get it how like black people are exclusively cause it's not a it's not a racial category. I mean, it kind of is, but it's not really, you know, uh, for thousands of years, there's been a multiracial diaspora in Judaism from Sephardim to, to uh, you know, Ashkenazi to Beta Israelites. You know, it's uh, it, it's very strange to me saying that only like Judaism is limited to one racial category. Uh, it seems it seems to be like not in keeping with the actual history of the whole the whole enterprise history you know? written by white people you're right you're right mm -hmm. written by the ash written by maimonides who was uh white when white but it's weird because i wonder if this guy would also agree that you know when when do people agree that like the concept of whiteness first came about because it, isn't it like a fairly recent invention and more um, recent than people would think in order to you know justify colonialism, well, like the, how, the well, how recent? Uh, my thinking is like it, it it coalesces like in like after the Protestant Reformation, and there's a all these different Protestant groups, and you can't unify people with Catholicism, so they have to invent something to unify the Protestants, and that's whiteness. I think whiteness also is just serves as a function of colonialism, where you have like. These people that pride themselves off of being Christians, right. so they have to see every man as a man. So, in order to 
justify what they're doing they have to see certain people as subhuman you well, know yeah that's sort of, so that's sort of what i mean because like all the you know a lot, of, a lot of different protestants of different denominations are uh colonizing a place then what's a you can't unify them on religious grounds because they'll be like no you're wrong you're wrong yeah. about this sunday we have to do you have to do three-hour church sermons and other protestants like what no it has to be four hours and then they don't get along uh, but if you say, hey, guys, you know what you do have in common? Skin pigmentation. <laughs> then they're like, oh, my God, you're right. Oh, uh, what? Wow, I never noticed it before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's right. You know, it's such an easy way to differentiate ourselves. Um, I think, uh, yeah, so when uh, presumably in the history of this stuff, I don't know, we, we don't have time to listen to the whole 40-minute video, but... They usually go back to ancient times, to, to like the Egyptian era and stuff like that when they talk about stuff like this, before a meaningful concept of whiteness even existed. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't understand like how, and when Jews back then weren't even like, could not be described as white people at all. Uh, so in that sense, I guess maybe he, uh, there is a seed of correctness in there where it, it but um, eventually Jews spread out. They fucked white people. And, uh, you know, then their Ashkenazi Jews happened. It, it, mm. It's I don't know. It's not it's not limited to one racial thing, which is where I think they're getting tripped. They're getting a little these black Hebrew Israelites are getting a little tripped up here. I'm, I'm going to lecture these black. <laughs> also, you know, I don't want to I don't want to lecture the or like say anything bad to them, uh, really, because I don't think they affect me that much. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I, I don't think this is going to lead to a massive surge in black anti-Semitism or anything like that. I don't think that's on the horizon. Well, we have another piece of news. Uh, news, 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 news alert, news just coming in via my phone text message. I've gotten a text from the guy at the musician swap, the instrument swap. Oh, you're gonna swap your sticks? You're gonna swap I, your sticks together? I might have a, I might have a deal. I might have a deal coming in. Uh, so Hell yeah! Let me tell the audience what happened today. I went to the a uh, music instrument instrument swap buy sell trade thing at a convention center. Um, yeah. Hundreds of people there, and some beautiful guitars for sale. I saw this one Fender Stratocaster for $22,000. Can you believe that? Mm. That's a lot of money to spend on something that you're going to bump. Um, yeah, you're going to drop an ashtray on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I went with my Schecter Hellraiser Extreme C1 with a Floyd Rose, and I wanted to do a deal. So I, what I need is I need a, a, a practice amp. I want to get a Fender Blues Junior. Um I like Fender tube amps, uh, so I went with my guitar that's worth about 600 bucks, and I wanted to do a deal. And I found a, a guy, and the first guy I found, he did. He said, no, I want cash only. So I kept looking. The mm -hmm. second guy I found, he's like, mm, I don't really like Schecter's, but maybe. And so I gave him my phone number, and he just texted me, what is the model of your guitar again? I can't remember. So no deal yet. But at any moment, I might have to throw off my headphones, knock the microphone down, and just 
run yeah, out the door. Be, there are deals to be had. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got a motor. You got to raise hell. You know, you got to get these good guitar deals because, well, you know, they only come once in a lifetime. I mean, so uh, he's selling the Blues Junior for 400 bucks, and my guitar's worth roughly 600 but it's it's hard. You'd have to find someone to buy it for 600 Like, I went to the store the music store to trade it in and they said they would give me $300 cash or $350 store credit. So if I can trade it for a $400 Blues Junior amp, which is what I need, I am doing great. I'm getting rid of a guitar I don't really want anymore. He's doing great because he can potentially sell it for $500, $550 or maybe even $600, make a little extra. So, you know, deals are happening everywhere you go, people. You have to have a deal mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very, very exciting news. Um, and I hope he replies to me again. Uh, but, uh, you know, my, we're on, I'm on the edge of my seat here. Yeah. It, it, we're on the edge of a deal seat right now. This is a live deal it's that's live going deal. on right yeah. now. Yeah. You're listening to this live whenever you're listening to this, we're, we're staging this for you. We get a little ping on our phones that tells you when you have clicked play and we, we do this exact episode. It's been scripted out. It might seem like we're spontaneous, we're goofy guys, you know. But really, we have all the scripts here, you know. If you'd like to see them, you you can. You can pay for them. They're real. Um. So, because it's the end of Twitter, I think we decided this would be our final episode. Of the this podcast. is the final episode, absolutely. There's going to be no more episodes after this. This is it. This is the last one. And so, because of that, we've uh, decided to have a couple of guests back on is that correct yeah yeah yeah. some some of the classic guests from uh from your from yonder from time yonder uh they're they're coming back and uh you know just all of your favorite characters uh everyone's here uh including including your favorite gruff new jerseyan sharky clark Sharky clark how are you doing hey it's me sharky clark i'm here i'm fucking boys I'm fucking boys over here. What is wait? What is that? What? Over eighteen. Over eighteen. Okay. When you say boy, I want to make it clear. Shocky Clark only f- keep it legal. That's so one of Shocky like Clark's metaphors. Nineteen-year-olds is what you go for. Eighteen. No, no, no. You can. It's a wide range. You 18, know, I'm not nineteen. I'm not exclusively into young hole, but uh, you know, if it comes my way, if it comes my way, Shocky's gonna bite. You know, that's what I say. Ooh, ooh. Sharky's gonna bite. Well, you Sharky's can... gonna bite. You know that's that's the line that I use oh, when well, I go to clubs and my smart ascots. You know what I say? Chums in the water. <laughs> that is a good metaphor for young pink dick. Absolutely, absolutely, that's a good metaphor. Uh, you know, I realize that a lot of uh, Alex's improvised characters say absolutely a lot when he doesn't know what to say. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's just something you do. It's a good filler word you can put in there because it's long. So and you don't have to think about saying it. Sharky, what kind of deals are you familiar with? Uh, mostly cum deals. You know, you're talking about swapping. You're talking about swapping all sorts of stuff. Let me tell you, I've done some swaps in my life. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, you know, have you ever gotten down on the slurp ramp and just let a, a rainbow-colored array of cum sluice into your mouth? I've never had that happen to me. Um, they have different... Because ra- I say rainbow come. It's quite amazing. 
unless you see seven guys come in at once, you think all combat is the same color. My friend, it is not. My friend, it is not. There's, there's a yellow cum. There's a slightly off yellow cum. There is a pearlier cum. Some, if you eat enough colloidal silver, you come as blue. You know, people don't talk about the blue cum special. But Shocky Clark, <laughs> let me tell you, Shocky Clark will tell you about the blue cum special over here. Well, Sharky, um, have you ever had a different flavor of cum than you were uh, expecting to get? You know, sometimes if uh, I know if you eat, if the person eats a lot of pineapple, it can taste of pineapple. But have you ever been surprised? Like, you know, the, the Airheads mystery flavor, you ever have a mystery flavor? Yeah, I tell you what, after you eat so much cum, it all tastes the same eventually, you know. Uh, like chicken. Ha! <laughs> yeah, no one ever says that. No one ever no one ever drinks some cum and smacks their lips and goes, mm, tastes like chicken. Do you ever taste like, like chicken? No, do you like to chase it with something, you know? Uh yeah, more cum. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, I like yeah, some watered down cum. Anything Absolutely. anything besides that though? Um, like really watered down cum? <laughs> <laughs> like maybe like hot sauce or um like know. with hot sauce with cum in it yes i don't think that would work i think the cum would denature in the hot sauce and, and that'd be no good i'm in it mostly for the semen i'm in, like a shark i'm in it mostly for the semen okay that's why they call me sharky because i bite and because of the nautical the nautical puns i'm so tired <laughs> i'm so tired all the time i can't keep doing this you know, you you make you make a name for yourself as the cum guy over and over again. You you're expected to go on talk shows and you talk about go, oh, I'm on Fallon. And Fallon's like, hey Sharky, I heard you like cum. And you're supposed to say, Yeah, yeah, Jimmy! I'm doing the same cum <coughs> I've been doing the same cum lines for thirty fucking years, you know, touring up and down New Jersey. From from Red Hook to Red Red Harbor to Egg Harbor to Egg Hook, you know, all over New Jersey, and nobody is giving a shit about Sharky. You know, all they want are the cum jokes. All they want are the sluice routines. You know, over and over and over again. And and what can you say after a while? It's the same substance. It's gooey. It's viscous. You know, move on. Move on to another liquid, people, is what I'm saying. I'm done, you know. I'm, it's over. This is the end of Sharky. It's over for Sharky. I'm going back to my true identity. Dave Phillips. Hi, this is Dave Phillips. Hi, Dave. What brings you to the show today? Uh, I've been living my life as Sharky Clark, an outrageous New Jersey gay man <laughs> who can't get enough cum for the last 20 years. And, uh, and I, I have to admit, I, I'm straight as an arrow. You know, I did it for attention at first. I did it because I thought the chicks did gay dudes, right? So, you know, I, I pretended to be a gay dude. And, you know, eventually, eventually, you know, they would see that I, I was, uh, you know, I swung both ways. You know, like like a grandfather clock. That's that's what I'm going to use. That is the simile that I'm going to use. Because that, that is what I feel like, a grandfather clock. You know, heavy. And old. It's interesting because grandfather clocks are no longer made anymore. 
and um, really, you, you can't get a single grandfather clock. Not new, not new. You can't get no one's making new grandfather clocks. No, no, you can only you're, get old used ones. You're you're lying. There, there's got to be someone making. Well, I think we've hit upon a business here. I think we've hit upon you a new get, go, grandfather. You want to go into business making grandfather clocks? Yeah, we we got to get the market going again. It's a, there's no one exploiting the need for big expensive clocks. Yeah, big heavy clocks that are weigh a thousand pounds with intricate machinery. Uh, sound what you know? Why uh, why do you need an iPhone that you can carry around in your pocket to tell you the time? You could yeah. you could have a a grandfather clock and never leave your house and know the time whenever it works right? What if a charming family of elves, like the borrowers, needed a place to stay and you didn't have a grandfather clock? You'd be fucked. You'd, you'd be out of your mind. You know, the, the, Dave Phillips has a new lease on life now. I'm, I'm committing myself to woodworking and learning about springs. Mm -hmm. it, what you need to know about grandfather clocks. I'm sure there's a lot of spring mechanisms in there. Learning about rods, learning about junctions, hammers, you know. I know I knew none of these things as Sharky Clark, you know. I was too busy on Fallon talking talking about come to Jimmy Fallon. But now I'm going to explore my true identity as a as a solemn craftsman. You know, that's how we all want to go as men, I believe, you know. We all just want to be woodworkers in the end, right? Well, and I tell you, I was working a lot of wood. And Sharky's back. He never went away. Sharky never went away. I'm so, I apologize for my distractedness. I am doing deals right now. You're not. You're not doing a good interview with the cum boss himself, Sharky Clark. Oh no, I'm choking on cum. Can you believe this guy wants a cash deal? He doesn't want to do a trade. Uh, Sharky just died from choking on too much cum. But Ian, I can't believe he wants to do a trade. What? What is he? Is he a barterer? Is he barter, Bartleby? None Barter of these B? guys want to do a trade. He could make money. I'm talking money. Is he barter system? He was like, um, I don't really have any use for the guitar, but I'm like, oh, you're a guitar salesman, okay? Mm -hmm. you, you always be closing, okay? What? Yeah. Am I going to have to go give him the coffees for closers speech? I, I I give myself the coffee as for closer speech every day, in order to motivate myself. When when I'm flaccid, I give my penis the coffee as for closer speech. Uh, it doesn't work. It gets intimidated, like Jack Lemon, you know, and it's not able to get any leads. Hmm. Like Shelley Shelley Berman is that is is that the character's name? Shelley Shelley Berman. No, I don't. Shelley Berman is a comedian. Oh. Oh, and a, a positive COVID case at the daycare. Wonderful. Wonderful. It's still going on, people. Weren't there like 160,000 American COVID deaths last year? This year, I should say. 160,000? No. 860,000. No, I think it was much, much less than that. Because, you know, they, um, they always put cause of death COVID whenever someone comes in in a car accident or whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're always doing that. I would, I would estimate it's a couple of handful here or there. You could probably count it on one hand. Uh, <laughs> I just have United States total cases. Total deaths is one mil. 
It's pretty amazing they crossed the one mil marker. That's got to feel good. You no, know, that's like. No, no, It's a couple hundred, couple hundred maybe, maybe four, four, five. Are we going back into COVID conspiracy? It no, seems like all the COVID conspiracies, no, no. since people collectively stopped caring about it, uh, they, they've all gone back into hiding. Oh, yeah, they got to find funny. a new angle. <laughs> well, hey, doesn't anyone care about the conspiracy anymore? It's like, dude, no, we don't care. It's over. It's so sad for the conspiracy theorists because no one cares anymore. They're like, come, no, come on. The government's covering it up. They're mm-hmm. covering up the cover-up. Okay, the cover-up is a cover-up of a cover-up. Yeah, but did you see House of the Dragon? I did. Did you see House of the Dragon? It rocked. <laughs> it, so it, it was better than conspiracies. I mean, how do you get people to care Every every fucking month, there's some UN resolution that says, oh, the Earth is dying much quicker than we initially thought before. And it's like you have the first reformed fantasies, but then you don't do anything. And then you just watch, you play Elden Ring again or whatever. Are you going to play Elden Ring again? I might play Elden Ring I was again. thinking I might about be getting it too. Back into- I was thinking, <laughs> I, was thinking I wanna, are you going to start over or continue? Where yeah, you- I want I want to start over because I, I didn't, I want to build an intelligence build this time. Oh. I was, uh, Ooh. I want to be a sorcerer. I have, I have started, I, I picked up Dark Souls again. I, I, I did a playthrough of Dark Souls because I know that game very well and it is nice to play a familiar game. And uh, mm. I was good at it this time. I picked it. It's nice to also like picking up a game that I mean, Dark Souls, people say it's difficult. It's not that difficult. It's just uh, you got to get used to you got to get used to the format of action because it's slow and deliberate and puzzly, uh, which mm-hmm. is different than a lot of action platformers where you're just hacking away at something over and over again. Uh, but uh, yeah, I played through that game again, got really into the mood of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt good to accomplish stuff in it. It felt good to be able to get new treasures that I had overlooked on previous playthroughs because I was a less confident player. Uh, but now I'm like, you, you do not scare me anymore. You things in the, you things in the night. Um, one thing I will say about Dark Souls: controversial opinion. I think Tomb of the Giants is a great level. People diss Tomb of the Giants all the time because it takes place entirely in darkness and it's frustrating. And uh, the thing about the first Dark Souls game is it it has a notoriously bad late game, especially in the initial version of it. The first half of the game is really great. And then like the last four bosses are kind of underwhelming and the the paths it takes to get to them are like very frustrating. And there's like a lot of cheap stuff that gets to you like uh, uh, these giant uh, these giant dog skeletons and in the. in the Tomb of the Giants, like, that can take all of your HP, even if you're at level 100, they can just kill you in, like, a couple of hits. But uh, that's part of it. That It makes you really scared. It accurately produces the effect of fear, because you, you're really tense, because you really don't want to lose your goddamn souls, because uh, it's such a burden to have to get them back again. It's such a great mechanism. And um, but then there's that other feeling when you finally do lose all of your gigantic cash of souls and you're like, welp, welp, Hmm. back to the drawing. But I love that feeling where it's like, ah, so life goes and we must, you know, this immense uh, disappointment you have in yourself. It's great. I've never had it. You start choking yourself a little bit. You start choking. Yeah, a little bit, you You know, just to get uh, it. 
But um, yeah, I've never had a game produce as many genuine choking emotions in me as uh, as these Dark Souls games. Yeah, and you know, as a fitting way to close the episode, Elden Ring also made me want to choke myself. You know, mm-hmm. with uh, I was choking back tears. It's so beautiful. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful game. Yeah. Well, everyone should go to patreon.com slash house of decline. That's H-A-U-S of decline. You can get a daily comic for $3 a month. You can get an extra podcast every week for $5 a month. We were just kidding. There'll be more podcasts. And I really hope I get this deal from Tyler. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to list your phone number. It's 517 Everyone text Tyler. Give Stephen the deal. Give Stephen the deal. Give Stephen the deal.